Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Level Up Podcast, where you learn how to go from agent to entrepreneur. We have a super fun conversation. Greg Harrelson is back with us. This is early 2020. We're recording this, and uh, we're talking about discipline, but not in the way you think, because Greg, you have said something very interesting to me, and, and I don't believe it. I didn't believe it at first. I'm starting to get the sense of it now, but you, you mentioned discipline because I think of you as a very disciplined person. You don't think of yourself that way. I don't understand it, but give me your perspective. First of all, when you think about yourself and being disciplined, how do you look at yourself? So I, I would say I'm probably one of the least disciplined individuals that, that, that you could know. Now, you know, that's a big statement. Let's just say within my circle of friendships, business or personal friendships, I feel like I probably have the least amount of discipline out of all of them. Yeah, that's crazy I, 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 I absolutely do. I mean, I, my wife would tell you that. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? I, my best friends would tell you that. Everyone okay. would tell you. Like, like, you know, I'm the guy that, you know, I won't change the oil in my car. Not that I mean physically. Right. I, mean, I could give a shit about them. The, the engine's about ready to blow up. I, I'm just, I don't, you know, I just don't follow those schedules. I don't do the things mm. that I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. You know, so I, yeah, I, 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 I am awful at discipline. But That's interesting. The- I'm the same way with the car stuff. Like anything that doesn't directly feed into business and making progress, I am wildly uninterested in doing those types of things. And it takes a lot of discipline to make myself do them. So that, that's an interesting comparison. But with, within the business itself, I think you appear to everyone else. And I know there's a lot yeah. of guys out there that are, that are the same way. Like you have a routine, you have a structure, you execute that routine and that structure. And we talked about it on our last episode, just like you wake up every day hungry, you wake up every day kind of feeling like you're starting from zero and you attack the day. Yes. So, so I think people look at that and they look at the outcome of it, which is that you go through your day and you execute that day and you execute your, your routines and they go, oh, that Greg is very disciplined. Yes. But you don't look at it that way. So I'm curious, like when you think about I, it's, the it's environment you've not. built. Yeah. yeah. So you've, I, be, not. you've done something very different. What, what did you do to, to make up for that? Well, so to me, it's not about being disciplined. It's, it, to, for me, it's about protecting myself from being undisciplined. Hmm. It's protecting myself. Like, like me lacking discipline in my mind is just, it's just it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that I know it's an is, it's a truth as best as we could say it, something as a truth. It's a truth in my world. Okay. Now, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. How am I going to succeed when I know that I lack that one quality? Right. You know, you know, and I, I got all kinds of notes here. You know, you talk about my routine. You know, I get up, I go to the gym. But you'll never see me going to the gym by myself. Hmm. I get up, I go to the gym, and I meet my gym partner. Okay. okay? Then I go home. Okay. And then I do the things that I do at home. I get up, go to the office. And I walk straight up the stairs and I go to a place 
where 30 or 40 other agents within my operations are. I show up okay. there. Okay, so you notice how I'm creating a support system in everything I do. I'll give you one other uh, example. I haven't told you this because we haven't talked in a while, but I, um, I have declared and committed to completing an Ironman in um, 2020. That's a big deal for me. Yes, I've done half Ironmans. Yes, I've done marathons. And I've done all of those, you know, like 10 years ago mm. or 15 years ago. Now I just turned 50 in January. So, hey, I made it. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm 50 now. Let me go ahead and do something that I've never done. Like while I'm 50, let's just do something I've never done. Let me go push myself. So I'm sitting here watching somebody on stage called the Iron Cowboy talk about his story and how he did 50 Ironmans in 50 straight days across the country in every state. And I'm pretty damn inspired, right? 50 yeah. days, 50 states, 50 Ironman distances. Pretty inspired. I'm like, screw it. I'm doing Ironman this year. Now, we probably all have those moments, right? We're inspired right. in the moment. Screw it. But when I said screw it, before the guy had gotten off the stage, I had already got three other people to commit to doing it. I had already called my coach, Stu Middleman, which is an endurance coach that I've used for many, many years in everything big that I've done, mountain climbing or marathons or things like that. I called him. I said, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it, you know, in November. What do you think? He's like, I'm in. Hmm. I hired a coach. I got three other people that I knew would probably be into something like this. I, I inspired them. And then all three of us made a commitment that if you don't start the race, because you can't control finishing. Oh, interesting. Okay. If you don't okay. start, you owe 5,000 bucks. So hmm. if I don't start the race on November 9th in Florida, I have to pay them 5,000 bucks. So I've think about that. I created an environment. I got other I enrolled others to do something extraordinary. Mm -hmm. I got financial commitment and accountability structures in place and I hired a coach. Now, at that point, and now I'm on the podcast talking about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so guess what? People are going to say, hey, man, how are you doing on that Ironman? That's true. So I just created a scenario that's going to require me to do certain activities. It's not, it, it, it's not that I'm disciplined enough to do an Ironman. I'm smart enough to acknowledge that I lack the discipline to train for an Ironman, but I'm not going to let my lack of discipline, discipline cheat me out of the extraordinary things that life has to offer me. I'm going to actually work with my life and figure out how can I perform based on these character flaws. And the way that I have to do it is create an environment. So when people look at my company, people don't understand that my, my whole company was based on me creating an environment to protect me, to make sure that I showed up and prospected. That's mm -hmm. why I got people in one room prospecting all the time, because I created that in order to make sure I had a reason to show up. Because if they weren't there, I wouldn't have showed up. Um, if you don't mind, if you don't mind taking me back to the early days, did yeah. how 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 long did it take you to, especially with prospecting phone calls, for example? Did did you have a partner uh, in the very early days, or how long did it take you to figure out that that's part of the structure you needed to build around yourself to make sure that you showed up every day and did the things that you wanted to commit to? Yeah. So if anybody knows the story from you know, when I first started, I started out as a prospector for my dad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, I got dad who's like, you got to work more hours or you'll never get ahead in life, okay. right? 
So you got that kind of dad, you got to work more to get ahead. And he was my boss as I'm actually making calls for him. So I, day one, I had that structure. Now I didn't set up that structure. I, I found myself inside of that structure mm. with somebody that was like, you better show up. You better show up. I showed up at eight o'clock. I'm late. If mm -hmm. I didn't prospect for three hours, I could work 12 hours in the day. But if I didn't prospect for three hours, it didn't count as a day worked. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, really so good. If you're not generating, yeah. you can do anything. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so that was kind of how the communication was between my dad and I. So yeah. I would say I started, I found myself in that situation. Then I quickly, quickly within probably a year, found the Mike Ferry coaching program and I got involved and then I had my first coach. And from mm. the day that I hired Mike Ferry for 23, 20 years, 20 to 23 years straight, I never, there was never a month that I didn't have a Mike Ferry coach. In 20 plus years, there's times that I had a Tony Robbins coach and a Mike Ferry coach. Mm -hmm. So I had multiple coaches at times, but I always had a coach. So I started that really early on because I felt like I need somebody to hold me accountable. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, so you, so you recognize the value of the structure early on, and now you're doing the same thing for your agents, and you're helping create a structure for them where they show up and do the same thing, right? This, the structure that's provided to you. It's interesting because, I mean, there, there's so much, the Iron Man story, there's so much in there that I, that I could unpack. Mm -hmm. I, I want to really quickly, quickly ask you, because I love the fact that by the time, by the time the guy was off the stage, you'd already made most of the, <laughs> the arrangements. That's so, that, that makes so much sense to me. Um, yeah. When you looked at your schedule, because obviously an Ironman takes a lot of time commitment because it's, it's an endurance race. So you have to yeah. train for endurance, right? That means an ongoing weekly commitment. Uh, did you immediately think of who can I enroll that can show up physically and do this with me in my local area? Because it's one thing to have accountability. That's a call. That's a weekly thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they're not there. Did you immediately think of who can I get to join me physically to do this? Um, yeah. Well, first, I, I, the first thing is, is I need to get somebody that'll agree to write a check for $5,000 if they don't show up. Oh, because okay. once, once somebody has to write a $5,000 check for not showing up and starting the race, then there's a lot of other dominoes that'll fall in place right from there. Like, let's go to the yeah. most severe accountability, you know, structure. And yeah. then we'll worry about all the small details later on. And okay. look, if, if, if those guys want to show up and not actually train and then show up so they don't have to pay the 5,000, that's cool too. They won't do that. I wouldn't, right. I, I wouldn't normally pick anybody that would probably have that type of, uh, you know, attitude or mindset towards it. So the key is the first place I went there. The second place I went with is like, I, I, I don't know what I don't know. So let me go hire one of the best in the country. Right. Okay. So I don't even know what I'm getting into. So let me go ahead and, and, and warp speed into having all the knowledge that I need. So then I hired Stu Middleman. Okay. Who, by the way, is like holds world records in, in, um, in endurance sports still today, even though he's like 70 years old. Um, so I went straight to like the source. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when I got back to the market or got back to my home, I started looking for people. Okay. Like one of the guys that's 22 years old in my office, he swims with me. I, I'm in the pool two days a week. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he swims with me on those two days. Uh, I then go and, you know, get my new bike and, and, um, and make sure, cause, cause you're right. There's a lot of time involved, right? 
So I get my bike, I get one of those Cyclops trainers, and because I know that it's going to be cold in the winter, I probably won't want to go out in 25 degree weather and ride bikes at like three in the morning um, and do a three hour ride or something like that. So then what I did is I I made it sure it was okay with the family and I got a really nice bike. My, the bike that I'm going to actually use in the race, put that on the, the, mm. the, uh, the trainer the stand, and yeah. then I can actually do that for three hours in the house right there in the dang living room. Mm-hmm. I had to get approval on that. Got approval. <laughs> but, but, but so I, I immediately start figuring out how are we going to make this work? Right. Like at this point, once the, once the, we signed up and the 5,000 is paid and I hired the coach, then it's, it's not, it, it's, you, you just automatically start figuring out how to make things work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, it, it just, it's amazing how quickly when you make the commitment, the how shows up. It's mm-hmm. when you're trying to figure out how before you make the commitment that you end up having the problem. Hmm. You got to commit and then you back into the how. The, okay. the people that want to know how before, they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna advertise themselves as I'm responsible and I just like to know and I, I want to make sure it's right and bullshit. You're just afraid to commit. Right. Just, it's, just, it's, it's a resistance. Okay. Wow, that I was have, a different discussion. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, have, I have one final question for you before okay. we get to that because it might, it, I might throw you off with this question. We're about to Please. find out. Before Please. I do that, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna ask me that, and then you're gonna like take a punch at me, right? Something. Okay. No, no, not a punch at me. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, hey, the best way to connect with me is through Facebook Messenger. Always the best way. Yeah, uh, and then go to the leveluppodcast.com. Go leave a rating and review, and and all that fun stuff. Go grab the podcast either on YouTube or the website or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the all the fun places. So here's the question, and no, it's not okay. a punch at you, by the way. I know. You uh, really. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm curious because you're such a big fan of the book Becoming the Solution, and yeah, and be, you even be mentioned. The be the solution. Be, be the solution. Um, and, and I like, I've noticed the, like now that I've read most of it, I noticed the language pop up mm-hmm. e- even just in our conversation before we hit record. So I'm curious, uh, it's been a while since you did your triathlon. You probably don't think of yourself as a triathlete, no. right? And then one of the first steps in the book is to, is to decide what, for whatever you want, who is the person I have to be to get that? So when you, when you think about like, first of all, did that go through your mind? And, and do you think about that in, in the process of kind of figuring out how all this works? Do you think it's going to change your perception of you to where you start to like a month in, you start to consider, no, this is like, I'm a triathlete. I'm a triathlete in training. Do you start to think of yourself differently? Yeah, I, be- I, I believe so. So um, I, I, I think, I don't think, I, I don't think it crossed my mind. I don't think the question, who do I have to be? Cross my mind in this scenario. Mm-hmm. I think what came across my mind, why, like, I'm already that person. I'm just not being them at that moment. So to me, it's like, what am I waiting for? It mm. wasn't like, who do I have to be? It's like, I'm already that person. It's like, what the hell am I waiting for? That's interesting. Okay. What am I? Uh, I, I guess for? that makes sense. Yeah, because you you already had that kind of built into your identity from doing half half mar- like marathons and half triathlons in the past. So the, so that was already part of part of uh, the way that you looked at yourself and the way that you thought yourself. You thought of yourself as as an athlete, as as an. Yeah, I, I don't know that I. I actually, I would I'll back that up a little bit. I don't necessarily think that I. I I'm saying well, I'm already an athlete. I quite frankly, and, and I don't, I surely hope people that are real, truly superior athletes in these endurance sports 
will respect what I'm getting ready to say. I don't necessarily think it's going to take me being a great athlete in order to do the Ironman. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me having the strongest mindset that one can have that's going to get me through these events. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the mental side, not yeah. the physical side. And meaning like the at the moment when I'm, you know, getting off the bike after 110 miles and starting to run a marathon. And I say to myself, what the hell am I doing? Like, I need to make sure that when I say, what the hell am I doing? That I have another, that I have an answer for that. Mm -hmm. You know, because if I, if I say, what the hell am I doing here? Why am I doing this? And I can't answer that question. And I got 26 miles of running in front of me. I'm probably going to not, I'm probably going to be a a mess. (laughs) When I sit there and say, what the hell am I doing? I need to say, what do you mean? What the hell are you doing? You know what the hell you're doing. Hmm. You are doing something spectacular. You are doing something most people don't think you can do. You are actually shining the light on some activity that's going to inspire other people to actually take on things that are extraordinary for their own selves. That's what you're doing. You're actually inspiring people. You're leading people. Like that's the conversation that must go through my head when I start to struggle. Mm-hmm. To me, that's who, if we're going to go back and say, who do you have to be? I have to be mentally tough. That's interesting. Yeah. The, the identity thing is, is interesting to me because the whole show, you know, we talk about going from agent to entrepreneur and that's not just something that you do. It's not just set a, a set of daily activities you approach real estate mentally different than Hmm. virtually anyone else in the business. You do not, even though your sales skills are really, really good and and you have a prospecting mentality, you do not approach real estate as a salesperson. You approach real estate as a business person, as an entrepreneur. And, And if there's, and, and hopefully the people that have been listening to the show and the more that you do listen to the show, that's what I would like people to take away from it is that going from agent to entrepreneur is not just in the, a change in the routine of the things that you do. It's a change in identity. Yes, that's great. Yeah, Good so point. anyway. Yeah. All right, that's all I've got for you, Greg. Thank By the you. way, so- <laughs> could I just say one thing just to give a yeah. shout out? Do you know Dan Grebe? I know the name. I don't think yeah, he and I have connected. He's out in Florida. And Dan Grebe, he, so I first met him with GoBundance years ago. And, you know, and, and, and respectfully, the guy was a bit overweight and he looked like he was probably in terrible condition, shape, mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. But man, in the last, I, I'm going to say five years, maybe it's four years, um, that guy has transformed. I mean, he is doing Ironmans. I mean, the other day he ran like some one race on Thursday or Wednesday, then a 5K on Thursday, a um, half marathon I think on Friday and then a full marathon on Saturday. I mean, like the guy is like this extraordinary, in my mind, endurance athlete. The guy mm-hmm. shifted his mindset. And, 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 and for something that I would think this guy could probably never do this, this guy is crushing it. Wow. You know, and it's all just a shift. The only reason I say this is I brought up the Iron Man because, Dan, if you hear this, you're one of the reasons that you're one of the people that I think about as I'm struggling or I'm trying to make these commitments and I'm trying to show up and doing the things that I'm supposed to be do, I keep thinking, it's like, man, but look what, look what Dan did. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to give him a little bit of props on that. And uh, if anybody hears this that does know Dan, send him a text, a message or something like that and just tell him I said that because I do appreciate his inspiration. Yeah, love it. 
Well, Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. I love doing the solo episodes with you and hopefully everybody gets uh, a lot of enjoyment out of them and hopefully it's, uh, it's super useful and beneficial as much as it is to me to be on the episodes with you. So as always, thank you. Yes, sir.